new on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to talk about how much better Edmonton would be if they traded Connor McDavid to the New York Rangers, our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how are we doing today, buddy? Doing pretty good. I'm not even asking for Connor McDavid on the Rangers. Just give me some Marty Furk, baby. Marty Furk, second line, right wing. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, he feels like he would be a good compliment on that strong Panarin line, right? I mean, I guess we'll find out a little bit later tonight. Uh, we will be talking about Mr. Marty Furk in that Los Angeles game. We do have a lot of, t- of things to talk about today. Actually, it's an 11-game slate, monster slate ahead. A few games were postponed, but uh, there's still going to be a lot here. Um, before we get too much further, I see nearly 50 people in our chat. If you guys could throw us a thumbs up like and subscribe really helps us out looks good for our bosses click the bell to get alerts when we go live and we do have a special giveaway uh from our sponsor yahoo fantasy they have been our sponsor all season long have been very good to us so if you want to try out dfs and you're just getting started uh we do have a special deal with yahoo fantasy we'll talk about a little bit later right off the bat i see uh uh, super chat from Wolf Girl at $5 super chat. Thank you very much. Hey guys, thank you. Put this in the funds for Cliffy's hair and Jake's bang. Um, I, I appreciate her confusing me with Jake because Jake is a wildly good looking man and I am a lagoon creature. So thank you for that mix up. Yeah, uh, obviously she she met Josh, but it's it's real. I mean, Jake, Jake is the guy behind the scenes here too. Like he does um, even more than we do. Uh, so yeah, kudos to Jake, kudos to Wolf Girl. Uh, like I said yesterday, I think it was uh, back to back or two dime times in a week that she took down or something like that. Just a real great run from her. Um, should talk about some other winners too. Not necessarily uh, last night, the night before. El Tangle, uh, second world fantasy hockey championship seat. Um, great job by him. And last night, Jason Zyman uh, took down the 10K did it with using a single bullet using crowns, if I'm not mistaken. That's one of those nights that you absolutely dream of. Obviously, uh, there are nights where we just use our crowns to play or whatever. Um, you want to you hit big on those nights, and then he took down at 10K. Took down for 10K, single bullet with a crown entry. boy, Jason Simon. How'd you do last night? I was telling you before the show, um, I was doing well until that third period in Pittsburgh, and then, you know, Winnington fell apart and everything fell apart for me. Um, what about you? Yeah, I wanted to uh, hit on one of the big losers of the night, and that is Mitchell Marner. Um, one shot on goal at 35%. Really, Mitch? Really? I didn't play Marner. I did play uh, Tavar. Tavares got gifted that goal. Like, maybe it hit his pant leg, maybe it didn't. But, like, that, like, they changed it in the third period after that was the first goal of the night. The scorekeepers there were all messed up because the second goal honestly was Marner's. It hit his skate. Like it clear as day, hit his skate. But you know, the scorekeeper is on my payroll. So <laughs> uh yeah, we'll take we'll take yeah. those nights. Yeah, no, but uh, I also played pit two over pit one, which was an egregious mistake. Um, very fiscally irresponsible. But we're back tonight with some uh winners, and hopefully one of us or one of the subscribers hits that 19 Q and uh goes to the live final yeah that would be nice get to go uh hang out with jake all weekend what more could you really ask for i mean that's better than the world fantasy hockey championship itself i think yeah i put that on my list for santa and uh santa 
makes your dreams come true. So I'll see Jake there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Jake, you're, you're going to find out here in about eight hours who's coming to visit you. Uh, like I said, uh, if you guys could, please like and subscribe. It really does help us out. Click the notification bell to get alerts when we do go live. Up on the site, we do have free premium tools and data. We uh, have free premium tools and data up on the site almost every day. Today being no exception, we have our NHL player projections and our NBA ownership rankings. So if you want to play some NBA or some NHL tonight and you're not subscribed to Osmo, you can check out what we have to offer and then maybe you can make a decision at a later date about whether you want to subscribe or not. And as I mentioned earlier, we do have some giveaways and we have some promos in case you guys want to subscribe for a lot cheaper than is the full price. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Let's just get right to these games, man. We have a lot to talk about. Like I said, 11 games. Let's get to this first one. Minnesota, 2.7 implied goal total. They're going into Boston. The Bruins have a 3.4 implied goal total. Um, Boston running back pretty much the same lineup as their last game, which means Craig Smith on the top line. But the note was Charlie McAvoy not playing tonight for Boston. And that's a significant loss. Like, He's a legit Norris contender, I think, like a top five defenseman in hockey. That's not something to be minimized here. We don't know who's going to take his role on the power play. Earlier in the season, uh, one of our subscribers, Mr. G, pointed out uh, when McAvoy missed a game that it was Mike Riley that took the top power play unit. And that makes sense to me because they've been trying to put Grizzlock, Matt Grizzlick, on the top power play unit for a couple of years now um, without Tory Krug there. And it's just not worked. So it makes sense to me that... Um, they want to try something a little bit different with Mike Riley. So Mike Riley could be power play one here on the Minnesota side. Boy, oh boy. Um, there are some players missing from the lineup, but the big news is that both Marco Rossi and Matthew Boldy have been called up for Minnesota. Rossi is going to be centering the second line with Marcus Foligno and Kevin Fiala. Boldy down on the third line, Boldy a winger, Rossi a center. I'm going to let you talk about the lines. I just want to talk about these rookies uh, real quick. Uh, Boldy, I think he can be a good scoring winger. I don't think he's nearly as far along as Marco Rossi is in his development right now. The guy to know for tonight, I think, is Marco Rossi. Um, 10 points in 11 games in the AHL this year, if I'm not mistaken. Six goals in 11 games. And it's not a crazy shooting percentage. And it's, it's because he's taking like 3.2 shots per game or something like that, which for a 19 or 20-year-old AHL, you know, quote-unquote rookie, that is pretty crazy to be shooting that much and producing as much as he is. It, one of the prospect guys I follow um, very closely, somebody I trust more than almost anybody else when it comes to prospect analysis. Um, he does statistical comparables, historical comparables. The top three comparables for Marco Rossi right now are Dale Howarchuk, who's a Hall of Famer, Pat LaFontaine, who's a Hall of Famer, and Jack Eichel, who's an all-star right now and could be a Hall of Famer in 15 years. Like This guy is legitimately supposed to be a superstar, could step in and be a superstar right away but it is a tough matchup going into Boston. What do you think, Josh? Yeah. I mean, on another night, I think I definitely have more interest 11 game slate on the road and tough matchup and other min price guys or close to min price guys that I'd rather play. I think, you know, I might save that for another night. Um, this game doesn't really, I mean, maybe there's some guys on the blue line, but like it doesn't super, I'm not super interested in anything in one to three, like Bergeron, Marsha, and Craig Smith. Like their numbers have been okay, but their time on ice for their price is just really bad. Bergeron played 16 minutes last game. Marchand played 18 and you're like, oh, maybe you can add imposter. But he only played 15 minutes last game. And it, it's just a big concern when these guys are priced in the high sevens. Like I just don't want to pay that price for those minutes. Um, and then last show, you were talking about how Hall and Pasternak just don't have great numbers together. That could be a reason to play, you know, Marco Rossi, Fiala. Like, Fiala with line mates is always interesting. So if you want to get there in MME, I think that's fine. You want to go to Min one, or Minnesota 1 in MME. Like, I don't like going against Bergeron, and especially on a big slate. But I guess, like, if you're making 150, it feels a, a little bit irresponsible not to have any of the top correlated line that has ridiculous numbers together. So I think, you know, the more lineups you make, the more likely you can get to a little bit of min one. But for me, really, like if you're making 20 lineups, I think the only thing I really want out of this game is maybe a little Rossi Fiala and maybe a little bit of Boston too. But like, honestly, for six total, that's going towards the over right now. Like there just isn't much there for me. I will say the one thing, 
that brings me to Boston one a little bit here is that Minnesota's penalty kill has kind of fallen off over the last four or five weeks, like towards the bottom 10 of the league. And they're still one of the most penalized teams in hockey, right? Like I think like sixth most penalties or something like that. Uh, so, if, you know, I agree with you. If Boston, Boston won playing 14 or 15 minutes, 16 minutes, yeah, no interest. But if they can get like five, four or five power plays here tonight against a bad penalty kill, I think that's where they can do some damage. So I think, I think a Marchand Bergeron, like two man is just fine. You know, they'll play shorthanded, even strength power play together. I think David Pasternak one off is also just fine. Um, obviously Mike Riley, assuming he gets the, set, the top power play minutes do like him. It's Minnesota too, for me that I do like out of this game. It's Rossi. It is Rossi and Fiala. I like, I'm very, very high on Marco Rossi. And I don't think you're going to get this guy at this price, assuming he sticks around. He's not going to be a $2,500 player. He's going to be like a $4,000 center or something like that. So um, I'm playing three max tonight. Not sure I'm going to get on either lines in this game, but I do like Boston one and Minnesota two on the blue line. It's probably Mike Riley for me the most out of this game. I think Matt Dumba makes some sense because he's a guy that can both shoot and block shots. Price is reasonable at 5,300. Um, anybody else to go to you? It may be Golgoski if you're stacking, you know, min one. He's on the power play, but that's really about it. If, you know, whoever, Riley's fine. If you want to play Grizzlick, I guess that's fine at 3,200, but I prefer Riley at 3K. What about Capo Kakinen in net 6,900? So there's a lot of cheap goalies tonight that we'll yeah, get to later. Thing. But like in GPPs, I think Capo Kakinen's fine at 6,900. Like he's, you know, Boston hasn't been great lately. So I, th I think, you know, he's definitely in the mix for me for GPPs. I probably just consider him in Minnesota lineups only. Yeah, uh, sounds good to me. I uh, just want to shout out uh, Chris Davis says in chat, thanks for the Red Wings call on Tuesday. Took down the $33 single entry on FanDuel. More winners. Always love to see it. Congrats. Congrats, Chris. Let's hope you can take down another $33 single entry here tonight. Um, let's get to this next game. San Jose, 3.1 implied gold total. They're going into Buffalo. The Sabres have a 2.9 implied gold total. Uh, I was going to say Joel Erickson Eck. Eric Carlson is out. Jacob Middleton is out. Logan Couture is out. For, that, for San Jose, that means... Their top line center and what is effectively their shutdown pair. And that's they weren't a great team to begin with. So I see San Jose as a one line team here, but I also see, and that, you know, that brings me to Buffalo one. I do have some interest in Buffalo one here tonight, but we also have Buffalo one as one of the most over leveraged lines on the entire slate here. So I'm wondering how much I want to actually get to. What do you think about this game, Josh? Yeah, I agree. I mean, like both, both these top lines are pretty high owned. Uh, but I like both these top lines. Like Dylan Cousins is going to go out against Tomas Hurdle. And, you know, that <laughs> technically he's their shutdown center. I think his line right now is still underwater, like 49% Corsi 4. But um, worse than you think. What? It's worse than you think. Yeah. Um, I was just looking at some of the numbers before we came on the air for that Buffalo second line. And just for Asplund and Cousins, under 30% shots here. Whew, like, it's horrific. But, like, Listen, like Dahl and Meyer have a pretty big sample together with really good numbers. Hurdle Meyer have really a big sample with good numbers together. So you would imagine that Dahlin and Hurdle Meyer are going to have good numbers together. And yeah, they're coming in, you know, 12, 13, 14% on the road, but it's the Buffalo Sabres. They're getting a good matchup. It's a one line team. So their minutes are going to be there. So I do really like the Sharks' top line. And then, you know, because, you know, the Thompson line is going to avoid the Hurdle line, they're going to get. God knows who on the Sharks. Like that, that depth of the Sharks is just brutal right now. So I do really like um, the Sabres top line. They're pretty cheap. They're fully correlated. I do worry about, you know, um, leverage there. But the matchup is 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 really good. Tate Thompson at home is an animal. So I don't mind getting there. But that's really about it. Just top lines are bust. Maybe a couple guys on the blue line. Yeah, I was really interested in Buffalo one, honestly, until we I did see that ownership. Like, I don't mind playing over leveraged lines, but playing an over leveraged line by, you know, a factor of two on an 11 game slate like that just feels real fish to me. Like I, I wouldn't begrudge anybody for playing Buffalo. And I think if I was 20 maxing tonight, maybe I would. But in my three, you know, my three max, I don't think I'm going to get there. So Buffalo one is fine, but their numbers have fallen off a little bit. 45% shot share. So I think I would rather just go to San Jose one. 
you know, their, their leverage is coming in right on even, like you mentioned, uh, the, the Meyer, the Meyer hurdle numbers are absolutely absurd, like north of 70 shot attempts per 60 minutes. Like that's a, it's a low level power play. You know what I mean? So, um, San Jose one for me, uh, Buffalo one, don't mind them, uh, in this game either, but I think this is going to be a San Jose game for me on the blue line. It's really interesting with all those guys out for the sharks. Cause now like, Mark Edward Vlasic might play 20 minutes or something like that. I think if I'm playing anybody on the blue line from San Jose, it's Mario Ferraro. Like, I don't want to play 6,100 Brent, Brent Burns. I mean, maybe if you want to power play Corley. On the Buffalo side, I think it's just Rasmus Dahlin or Bust. What do you think? Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. Yeah, I think I'd make a rule on fantasy cruncher if i was mming burns only in shark stacks um but yeah i agree with ferrara i wish he shot more um you know darlene definitely i guess you could take a stab on henry jokihario men price but i think there's other guys i like in that price range a little bit better oh, i'm seeing a bunch of news tonight we'll get to the game a little bit later for anaheim but trevor yeah. Seeger is not playing and paul stasny we'll get to that winnipeg game as well he's a game time decision so that's going to change some lines that we're going to talk about a little bit later, but let's get to this next game. Calgary, 2.7 implied goal total going into Tampa. The Bolts have a 3.2 implied goal total. Nikita Kucherov back with Andre Palat and Braden Point. Oh, my Lord. There's, their numbers are absolutely absurd. Uh, Steven Stamkos game time decision tonight uh, for Tampa Bay. I really had some interest in Calgary's top line until Kucherov came back. Now that that line is fully assembled and back together, I don't know if I want to take Calgary going into that matchup. Maybe you have a different take here. Not really. And um, Kucherov being back, we need an ownership run, you know, because right now that line's coming in at under 1%, which is, it's not going to be because Kucherov is a mid $8,000 player. He's 6K tonight. So Tampa one definitely going to be popular. The saving grace, I guess, if you're fading them is that Calgary has been a good defensive team this season. Um, but still like that line, you know, we talked about like Vegas when Pacioretty and Stone came back, how they're super cheap. Like this feels like that. Like they're, they're a couple of they're like, they're like 3000 cheaper than they should be right now. So I would not begrudge you for, for playing Tampa one at all. Um, I'm interested yeah, interested to see what their ownership projection comes in at uh, when we get that rerun. Um, but as it stands, I do have interest in that line. Um, maybe a little bit less on the second line, depending if Stamkos is in or out. Like, in theory, I like Sorelli Stamkos, but getting that Coleman backland matchup isn't the best. But um, so really, in this game, it's going to be that Tampa top line. You know, if it was a smaller slate, like a mid-sized slate, like six, seven games, I'd have more interest in the Flames. But on an 11-game slate on the road, I'm probably going to take a pass. Yeah, I don't know if there's really a lot I want to stack here. Like the Kucherov line for me is very, very stackable because of Kucherov's price. I agree with you. That line should probably be about $2,500 to $3,000 more expensive than it is. And if we can get them at like 6% or 7%, yeah, I'm absolutely going to slam them. I just have a feeling they're going to come in at like 12 or 13 or 14% or something like that. I may even still play them at that level. I, I'm going to have to wait and see, but I really, really do like that Tampa top line here tonight. It is a price thing. It's not necessarily a matchup thing. On the Calgary side, I kind of want to go back to that second line of Backlund and Coleman. Like, Sorelli is good defensively on that second line, um, but once you get into like deeper into the depth pairs, uh, 
for Tampa Bay, like once you're not facing like Hedman's and, and McDonough's, once you get down to the Sergeyev's, like I think they can be had. So I think like one-offing Blake Coleman or something like that is fine here tonight. I don't know if I would full stack. So that's about where I'm at here. Tampa one, maybe some pieces uh, from Calgary too. On the blue line, uh, there's nobody that really sticks out to me on either side here. Oliver Shillington, I saw you played him a couple nights ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's been shooting a lot more of late, like 15 shot attempts per 60 minutes. And then he blocks shots as well. So I like that price at 3,200. Anybody else stick out to you? That's really about it. And every time I see Oliver Shillington, I just think of that tweet about the Boston Bruins could draft this guy, this guy in Shillington. Wasn't it Shillington who was in that? Yeah. yeah. That's just one of my favorite tweets of all time. But yeah, Shillington, that's really about it. Uh, Tanev is min price, but, you know, I think there's others. Um, want to play Chernak or McDonough I'll never say no uh I just would prefer to play other guys tonight okay um bring in the new year I talked earlier about uh some incredible promos that we have here at Osmo if you want to join for a lot cheaper than normal and we have these are those promos we have two incredible offers for Osmo plus platinum for $20 and for only $20 you can get full access to all Osmo plus tools and data for 22 days using the promo code 2022, that's just the number 2022. And if you're looking to take down slates all year long, you can use the promo code HAPPY2022, capital letters HAPPY, the number 2022, the number 22, sorry, for 20% off a year of Osmo Plus Platinum. These are two great deals to get access to everything you need, including player projections, ownership projections, our lineup builder, boom bust, top stacks, our Discord, and a whole lot more. These offers end at uh, the end of Friday, uh, 11.59 p.m. Central Time. So get locked in before it's too late. That's promo code 2022 for 22 days uh, for, only 20, for only $20 or happy 2022 for a full year of Osmo Plus Platinum at 20% off. Visit osmo.com slash promos or follow the links in the description below. All right, let's get to this next game. Columbus, 2.9 implied gold total. They're going into New Jersey. The Devils have a 3.2 implied gold total. There's some pretty big news here. Cole Sillinger, game time decision on the Columbus side. Obviously, Zach Wierenski still not playing. Jake Bean back in the lineup. So I'm not sure what that does to their power play because Adam Bockvist was on the power play in the last game. I don't know if Bean takes over. I doubt it, but it's just something to think about. Um, on the New Jersey side, Nico Hishier is back. Um, Andreas Janssen is out. We don't have any, our Nolan foot is in a prospect. Alexander Holtz, uh, who was on the fourth line is also in this game. We just don't know what the line combinations are going to be. We can kind of guess, but even like, even some, some people might think that Hughes and Brat would stick together, but Hughes and Brat hasn't been a thing all year until about two weeks ago. You know what I mean? So like, you know, do they break up Brad, put him with his year, and then use that against the top line? I just don't know what New Jersey is going to do with their lines here. So maybe you have a, maybe you have a better idea of what's going to happen. No idea what's going to happen. Okay, all right. Um, so like, if it is Hughes with Brad, like I, I'm going to tell you right now that line is going to be overowned, just because they're going to be on the power play together. Hughes is still under six k. He's playing big minutes. He's starting to turn around. And as you noted in Discord, I think it was in Discord um, earlier today, uh, Columbus the past, was it 10 days, has had a bottom five penalty kill. Oh, so past, I mean, like, past like five weeks. Yeah, five weeks, 10 days, same thing. Um, <laughs> it really is. It really is. Um, so if, if, it's, if it is Tatar Hughes Brat, like that may be the highest owned line on the slate because they're going to be fully correlated. If that is the case, I hope Nico Heischer and Holter together because that is a two-man that gets secondary power play time that's going to come way under-owned than that. And they both um, get secondary power play time together. They're 6900 for the two of them, which is a nice price. Um, let you get in some uh, heavy power play guys if you want to go that way. Um, so, like, if you want to play Tatar Hughes Brat, if that's the line, just be aware that you're probably going to be playing the highest online on the night. Um, just get a little bit different if you still want to play them. I think you know if that's the line, it's perfectly fine because they're they're what thirteen uh, five full stack. They fully correlate. They're getting a, a good power play spot. There isn't a line on Columbus. 
that scares you defensively. Corpy Salas in that it's not, you know, um, Mr. Licken. So it, like all the stars are aligning there. But for me, from an ownership perspective in a big total, I'd rather dip down to some secondary guys. And then on Columbus side, if you want to play general line, like it's an ownership thing, 11, one for the two of them. Um, still feels a little bit cheap. They're coming in around 2%. You know, the, the devils take a lot of penalties. Line a does his best work on the, on the power play. So I, I don't mind that at all. For me, I think I want to play Columbus here tonight. Um, Cole, that's assuming Cole Sillinger plays. He's t- under 3K on DraftKings. Him and Oliver Bjorkstrand this year, 62 shot attempts per 60 minutes, uh, nearly 30 scoring chances per 60 minutes, controlling 52% of the scoring chances. Like those aren't elite numbers, but against the depth from the Devils, and, and you know, a, an injured Devils team, a depleted Devils team, I think that can probably play. So you know, they have two guys on that second line that would play on the top power play unit in Voracek and Bjorkstrand. So I think that Columbus two line is kind of one of my favorite fillers, like deeper fillers uh, on the slate. I think they're going to come in with reasonable ownership. I see them coming in at about 2%, uh, which is just fine. Um, we'll have to see what the lines are at warm up. We just don't have an idea of what I mean, they're going to be right now. If Cylinder is out, one can pray that Jack Roselvik moves up and centers them. That's my, that's my prayer, but you know, a lot of prayers haven't been answered of late. (laughs) Uh, On the blue line, Damon Severson really sticks out at 3,900 running the top power play unit. Um, Obviously Bachvist running the top power play unit for uh, Columbus as well. Anybody else? Vladislav Gavrikov. That man is just a machine at 2,500. He'll get you three X or better. I'm not saying, you know, lock him in, but if you need a mid-price guy, of all the ones I've mentioned before, Gavrikov is my favorite of the mid-price punts. All right. I do like a mid-price punt here, so we'll consider some Gavrikov. All right, let's get to this next game. Pittsburgh, 3.5 implied goal total. Going into Philly, the Flyers have a 2.5 implied goal total. Pittsburgh played last night. I think it was a 4-3 win over St. Louis. Um, Philly played a couple nights ago in Anaheim. So maybe this could be kind of like two tired teams playing each other. Philly, I mean, they're completely depleted. Um, notably, Sean Couturier and Claude Giroux are out of the lineup, but they're missing a lot of players. You know you're missing a lot of players when Scott Lawton is your top line center. You know what I mean? So this might not go well for them here tonight. Um, on the Pittsburgh side, I kind of see one line that sticks out to me, and I don't think it's the obvious line, but I'll let you talk about this one. So a couple things kind of jumped off the page of me a little bit here. Um, one is Philadelphia's top line ownership. Like 11, 12% for that line makes no sense to me. I guess like Farabee Atkinson's fine, but like 11%, 2,900 Scott Lawton on 11 game slate is a throw me in traffic if I lock him in type of deal. Um, Another thing is Brian Russ's price is still insanely cheap. If you want to play them like that top line, I think it's fine. Like it's fine to go back there. Um, I really like that second line again. Heinen, Rodriguez, Kapanen. You're going to get Broussard, Frost, Van Riemsdyk. Like, Can I just say one thing about Derek Broussard real quick? Oh, please. The co- oh, He's actually had a good season so far and then got hurt or COVID. I forget what it was. The coach said specifically today – he doesn't want to play Derek Broussard tonight. He said that he doesn't want to play him. He said he wanted to get him like three or four practices to get him up to speed, but they just don't have enough body. So here you go. Derek Broussard, second line, completely unprepared. Wonder how that's going to go. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I really like that too. Like I'm an Everett Rodriguez guy. He's my boy. I wish he was still up on Pittsburgh one, uh, but like his line mates of Heinen and Kapanen with our super cheap, almost no ownership. Danton, I, I really do like Heinen and Kapanen. Like that line is probably, you know, what, what they're 12 6. It's an interesting filler for me because that Frost Van Reeves, like Broussard line is just <laughs> like, my sorry, God. Mike. Sorry, Mike. Yeah. And they're coming in a tenth of the ownership of uh, Pit One who played last night. And then on the flyer side, like, like maybe a couple one offs because if it is Yari, he played half the game yesterday too because what's his face? Casey DeSmith couldn't stop a nosebleed or a beach ball. So like 
Yari is kind of going on a back-to-back here, but like there's just nothing on the flyers here that I, I really want to play. Maybe a one-off James Van Riemsdyk or one-off Kev- Like, just no, 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 no flyers for me. Yeah, I think the only flyer w- that really sticks out to me is Joel Farabee, just because he's been so good on the power play for the last four or five weeks. Like, I think he's fine to use as a one-off, even though Pittsburgh has a pretty good penalty kill, but I'm with you. It's not a, not a lot amongst the Flyers forwards. I like, I agree. It's the Pittsburgh second line that stuck out to me. I'm glad you mentioned it. Their, their numbers, like just Erod, like Evan Rodriguez and Dan Heinen. I couldn't believe it. 82 shot attempts per 60 minutes, 39 scoring chances per 60 minutes, controlling 66% of the scoring chances. They've just been absolutely absurd together. Um, throw Casperi Kapanen on there. I don't see why that line would be bad. And it, like you said, going into Frost and James Van Riemsdyk with that depleted blue line. Uh, yeah, I really, really do like Pit two. I, like I, like you said, if you want to play, people want to play Pit one. Absolutely no problem there. Pit two is my target out of this game. On the blue line, um, I think Justin Braun makes a lot of sense uh, from the Flyers. He's the guy that can block a lot of shots. Price down. Uh, 3,100 on DraftKings. He seems just fine. Um, anybody else in this game? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Really? I mean, if you want to play with Tang and Pit 1 stacks, that's fine. Or Marino with, you know, Pit 2. Like, Marino's okay, I guess, at 27. I'd rather play Gavrikov. Same with Cam York at mid-price. I'd rather play Gavrikov. Yep. Um, good with that. All right. Let's move this along then. We have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Just click the link below to redeem. If you need immediate access, email support at osmo.com and we'll get you set up right away. You can also receive a free $10 and site in a free $10 credit plus an additional $25 when you make your first deposit using the promo code yahoo10 capital letters for yahoo and the number 10 tonight yahoo is featuring their 50k nba baller contest with payouts going to over one third of all entries so make sure you enter that one and make sure you use our yahoo dfs tools and projections to help you win big that's promo code yahoo10 capital letters yahoo and the number 10 uh just Click the link uh, in the description below. Let's get to this next game. Winnipeg, 2.5 implied goal total. Going into Colorado, the Avs have a 3.7 implied goal total. Uh, Winnipeg changed up their lines just as we were about to come onto the air. Uh, Kyle Connor, Pierre-Luc Dubois, uh, Evgeny Svechnikov with Christian Veselainen, Mark Scheifele, Nikolai Ehlers. Now, Svechnikov, Dubois, Connor was a line earlier in the season, and they did reasonably well together. Uh, we don't have any sort of sample on what that Winnipeg line would be. Now, Christian Veselainen, he's supposed to be a good prospect for them, um, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that Svechnikov, Dubois, Connor line, 59% expected goal share, 56% shot share. They've been pretty good this year. It is a tough matchup going into Colorado, maybe? I don't know. Why don't you let us know? Man, Stassi being a game-time decision really sucks. Like, I, I don't know how else to put it. Like, Shifu Yu or Stassi did have my attention earlier, despite getting, you know, Colorado won just because their numbers together were, were bonkers. Um, 
now Connor Dubois kind of are interesting to me. Like they, it's it's more of an ownership play. Um, if you want to play some Jets, I think that's fine. And on the Colorado side, like Colorado one is twenty five k flat on DraftKings. Like that's just that's insanity. Like if you want to play them, that's fine. You better find some really cheap lines that you like, and there are a couple. So I, I don't mind that, but like I like as all Colorado slates are, they're probably going to be twenty percent owned because there's no McDavid, there's no Matthews on the slate, so they're probably going to be pushing twenty percent. But if you do play them, you know, if you if you like really cheap filler, by all means, go for it. Um, you know, another thing that sticks out is Hellybuck at six thousand six hundred. We'll talk about that. I think in GPPs, that is an interesting play. That's a hundred dollars more than a min price goalie, and he's probably a Vesna candidate he probably won't get it but like he's probably in the conversation so Colorado won we have to see Jets lines if Stasny is in and he's with Shifen Euler that line does interest me uh if not I'll have a little bit of Connor Dubois but Colorado won and those guys yeah I honestly I was playing Colorado one or Winnipeg one and now I'm often seeing Stasny's probably game time decision it's a late start Sveshnikov back on that second line, man. Like I told you, they did have good numbers earlier in the season. And they're going to be going into that Colorado second line. And we mentioned it on the last show, but it's worth mentioning again. The numbers with and without Valerie Natushkin are fairly stark. Like we're talking going from 58% shot share, give or take, to between 51 and 52%. That's a pretty significant drop uh, for our line and how well they could play. And I think, you know, going into uh, – you know, that Sveshnikov Dubois line that's almost like 60% expected goal share. I think they can do some damage here tonight. So, I mean, in my 20 max, I would absolutely get to them. In my one to three, I'm strongly considering that that Dubois line. I really, really am on the Colorado side. Honestly, man, I just don't know what I want to play from them. Like you said, they're expensive at 25K. And there's just not a lot else in their range. There's pit one that will carry a lot of ownership. But then it's Minnesota one who will come in at low ownership in Boston. And then no other line is over $20,000 here tonight. So, you know, it's Colorado pit one, or you're playing, you know, mixing and matching uh, soft, you know, better lines or lower price lines, let's say. So there could be fairly high Colorado one ownership. I don't, I don't really like, I don't really like the looks of this game. I'm going to just stick with my guns and say, I like the Dubois Connor line. They played well all year. They get a good matchup. I'm sticking with them on the blue line. I don't know if there's anybody that I really want to play from either side. I mean, it's nice to see Brendan Dillon back down to 2,600. I think you and I might play him. Anybody else stick out? Uh, Devin Tays, 5,800. I think that's reasonable. He has been cheaper. He has been more expensive. But if you're in that range for a one-off, I think Devin Tays is a nice play. But I agree. Brandon Dillon, McCarr in Colorado one stacks makes it almost impossible. You're going to have to play like min-price guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to mention one thing about the Colorado defensemen. Their ice time, they, they're doing kind of like what that Minnesota thing where they just give their good defensemen all the minutes <laughs> and nobody else plays anything. So, like, McCarr, Taves, and Gerard might all play – around 24 25 minutes here tonight and then everybody else is like 15 16 or something like that so if you're going to use a colorado defenseman i think it seems pretty obvious which ones you have to pick from McCarr, Taves, or gerard all right let's get to this next game chicago they're going into arizona chicago has a 3.1 implied goal total the arizona coyotes have a 2.4 i skipped the game we'll get to that in a second have a two point okay have a 2.4 implied goal total um on the arizona side like that top line you you mentioned it earlier in our chat that top line's not super cheap like twelve thousand three hundred, i guess is fine um but they're coming in over owned as well and they have a 2.4 total like i get that it's the chicago blackhawks but at the same time um that just screams a void for me there might be some other things across the Arizona lineup I want to play, but then you look at the second line and they're even more overowned. Like people are really gung ho playing the Arizona Coyotes tonight here, Josh. Um, are you are you gung ho to play the Arizona Coyotes here tonight? No. <laughs> like, okay. Like if that that top line being twelve three, like if that's why you're playing them, go look through all the lines tonight. There is a 
plethora of lines from 12-5 to 13-5 that I'd much rather play. Pittsburgh 2 is virtually the same price. There you go. And Los Angeles 2 is virtually the same price. Yeah. And, you know, the New Jersey line is right around there, depending on who it is. You know, there's a bunch of lines. Like, I'm not running to my computer to jam in Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, Barrett Hayton, you know? Like, it's just, I'm just, I don't care if they're playing against the empty net. Like, if they're going to be over-owned, like, I just don't want to play them. So, if you want to play them, like, Godspeed. I'm not going to, I, I don't ever talk anyone off playing stuff that they landed on just because who am I? You know what I mean? But like, so if you're there, go for it. For me, no thank you. On the um, Blackhawk side, there isn't much ownership there, but like, I just don't like these lines. Like, Taze has been bad. To bring cats not with Borkstrom and Kane, like, this would be the time to use them, that line, and they're not together. So if you want to use Hagel, Borkstrom, Kane, sure. To bring Cat, Taze, Kubalik, like, I guess, but, like, I don't know. You want to do, like, a Taze, Kubalik, two-man for a secondary power play, sure. Like, it's just, like, the Blackhawks lines, like, doesn't matter who the coach is. Um, you know, are the lines going to stick in the second period? I don't know. So, like, I don't think I'd full stack anything on either side. I'd maybe do, like, Kane to bring Cat for a power play, and that's about it. Yeah, I mentioned in our Discord earlier that Henrik Borgström and Jonathan Taze actually have had pretty similar um, underlying results so far this year. So, like, I don't think there's a significant difference in the way we should view Borgström and the way we should view Taves. And if you view them as interchangeable, then they're both playing the same power play unit. One guy's cheaper. And I think the way this matching is going to work out is that you're going to see the Johan Larson Kraus castle line go out against Taves and Debrinkat. I think that's the way the matchup is going to break down. And that's the best Arizona line. So that should leave Borgstrom and Kane with some good depth matchups against Arizona. So of everything on the Chicago side, I like Borgstrom and Kane with Hagel the most, um, at least Borgstrom and Kane. I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. They're fifty percent shot share this year on on that on that Chicago team. Fifty percent is that's a miracle. Good, good on them. We're proud of you. Uh, so yeah, Borsham and Kane really sticks out to me. Uh, three man them with Hagel, but I think just two man Borsham Kane uh, the most. Honestly, like I said on the Arizona side, if you guys want to play them, Keller, Hayden, and Schmaltz is where I would go. Perfectly correlated on the power or perfectly correlated on the power play. Reasonably cheap. I just, I'm not as excited to play Arizona as some other people uh, seem to be here tonight. On the blue line, uh, prices for the Chicago defenseman came up. I would have interest in Seth Jones, but 7K feels fairly steep. Shane Goss to spare, 6,400. I just don't think he brings enough in the peripherals to justify 6,400. So I think it's punt or nothing for me for this one. What do you think? Yeah, and there isn't really much to punt either. <laughs> so. You want to play Mayo for some shot blocks? Play Gavrikov. <laughs> you know? there you go. Yeah. Um, just want to point out our su another super chat from Matt Niehaus. I guess we just answered yes. his question on, on yeah. Arizona One. Thank you very much, Niehaus, for your $5 super chat asking, is Arizona One truly playable in one to three, or am I better off taking some 87 octane and a match to my money? <laughs> I mean, like I said, I have no problem playing Arizona One. It's just for me personally, they're slightly over leveraged in a 2.4 total. I feel like they're going to come in um, as one of the po more popular fillers here tonight. So that's just kind of the reason I'm off of them. Yeah, and this guy is trying to get me, if I make the live final, to rent an RV and stay in an RV with me. And he's tipping me, tipping us $5 a show. Save your, save your five. Rent the RV yourself and meet me there. <laughs> there you go. Josh, always coming up with solutions here on the strategy show. Uh, let's get to our next game. Florida 3.2 implied gold total going into Dallas. Dallas Stars have a 2.9 implied gold total. The Dallas Stars have not played a game of hockey in 16 days. One, six days. That's a lot of days. Um, they get Florida here tonight. Florida has been rolling of late. I looked at Dallas and the way they were matching up before they went on their little break there before Christmas, and they were actually using the Glendening Faxa raffle line as the shutdown line. I don't know how that's going to go for them, but that's going to go up against Barkov, and then 
you know, second lines against second lines and then top line for Dallas against that. What do you have here, Josh? God. Yeah. Um, man, we're back on Florida too. And if you want to talk about good numbers together, we, we just talked about Erod and Danton Heinen having good numbers together. It's a small sample, but go, go to natural stat trick or wherever you get your stats. Look up uh, Lundell and Huberto's numbers together. Absolutely bonkers. Like bonkers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like like over 80 shot attempts yeah. per 60 minutes bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they're expected goals for a number or, or like it's like quadruple my GPA in college. But like uh Duclair being on that line is good too. Like he's been playing really well lately. I really do like that second line. They're gonna get Jamie Ben Tyler Sagan Gurianov. Like maybe 16 days off ha has been good for grandpa Jamie and grandpa Tyler, but like I don't know. It's, it's still like they're still older. It's a it's a plus matchup for Lindell Duclair. So I, I really like Florida too. Sound like a broken record, but like man, Lindell Huberdo numbers together are just outrageous. Um, and then you know like Hins Pavelski Robertson gonna be getting you know probably the Jumbo Joe matchup. Like they, they actually have been okay, but like Hins Pavelski Robertson are it, it has been a, a great great line this year. What worries me is they've played one game in three weeks. So like, you just don't know what you're going to get. And when Dallas is bad, like they are probably the worst team in hockey to watch. And that includes the Rangers who just put out a miserable product night in and night out. So like in GPPs, yeah, if you want to get to some Dallas one, I, I do really like Dallas one, their, their ownership's in check. I just worry that the time off, it's going to be some slop fest out there. So far to two. Dallas one, you want to have some Barkov or Hagee, I think that's fine as well. Yeah, I agree with you on exactly both those lines, actually. Um, and they're both coming in with good leverage. Um, four and a half percent, top two percentage for Florida two, but under 3% ownership. Uh, and then you look at Dallas one, 6.8% top two, but under 4% ownership. So they both have good leverage here. Um it's just like, like you mentioned, the only thing that worries, the only reason I wouldn't want to play Dallas one here tonight is the fact that they've had so much time off. Um, they could be really rusty here tonight. That's the only thing that would keep me from playing Dallas one. If there's no, if you're watching this show and there's no concern for, from you for Dallas one and rust, they're a great line. That's going to get a good matchup uh, with good leverage at home. Uh, perfectly correlated as well. Uh, no issues playing Dallas one. My focus is probably more on Florida two. I noticed Miro Haskinen on the blue line. His price has come down uh, a little bit for Dallas. He's at 4,900. I think that's very reasonable. I look on the Florida side, uh, our old buddy, good ass, still at 2,500 Stoneman price. Wegar's price has come down a little bit, 5,600. I think that's playable, but I'm not going to get to him my one to three. Anybody else on the blue line? Yeah, Forsling, you're good ass for me. Um, Klingberg, Lindell, has, uh Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch -ch -chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch -ch -chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I mean, listen, like, Dallas it could be messed tonight, but... Klingberg, Klingberg... Klingberg's fine. Lindell's fine. Hayskinen is fine. Hawk and Paw, if you need a bin price, but Gavrikov is the guy there for me. Yep. Each day, this link, uh, each day we like to celebrate our Osmo winners here at Osmo.com, and we do that through the Osmo Hall of Fame. If you want to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar. You place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants, 
and then you tweet the wins to the Osmo HOF account. That's Osmo, capital HOF, over on Twitter. Uh, you do that, you can get a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Now, please be aware that you can only get one free month per calendar year, so you can't keep winning and keep getting free months. Uh, but we do love to celebrate our subscribers, so let us know if you do win. Uh, like we mentioned on our last show, we had a couple million dollar winners. We had uh, T Castro uh, taking down uh, his best uh, his best ball for a million dollars. Uh, you had our our boss Alex Baker Osmo take down uh, the Millie Maker for a million dollars. So we had two million dollar winners in NFL over here at Osmo over the weekend. Awesome job! I saw Eric Lindquist. I saw his tweet this morning. Almost took down the two twenty two in basketball for FanDuel. Still took down twenty five k. Not bad for him. See a six-figure NFL showdown hit um, from Short Gamer. Did real well there. And then, of course, you don't need to win six or seven figures. And see Tom uh, taking down the jab step uh, for $5,000. And we've talked about Wolf Girl uh, before in our chat. Uh, she's done real, real well playing the dime time and the quarter arcades. So if you don't have to win. Uh, you don't have to win 100000 or a million dollars. Uh, to win, uh, to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame here at Osmo. So just make sure you have the Osmo avatar uh, in your DraftKings or FanDuel uh, profile. Make sure there are at least 5,000 contestants in the contest and let us know about those wins. All right, let's get to this next game. It's the New York Rangers with a 2.7 implied gold total. Vegas has a 3.3 implied gold total. Um, one thing that stuck out, stood out to me immediately about this game is uh, Igor Shosturkin's price is all the way down under 7K on DraftKings. Uh, you'll see Igor at 6,800. Just a phenomenal price for him. Um, I think there might be stuff to play on both sides here, uh, but I want to get your opinion on this, Josh. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, Rangers won is kind of in play for me tonight. Um, they're going to get the Carlson Smith Marshall line and they're just, you know, they're, they're not a shutdown line defensively like Stevenson, uh, Patrick Stone was, they can be had. The problem is the Rangers absolutely stink five on five. Um, but, you know, Zabanajan and Kreider have been so good on the power play recently. You kind of want to ride that wave. Um, Taco at 3,500, not going to hamper ownership, like seven, eight percent does worry me a little bit, like for 2.7 on on the road. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get there in one to three, but if I was 20 maxing or 150 maxing, I definitely have some Rangers top line. I, I know the Lafreniere, Strom, Goudreau line don't have great numbers together, but Lafreniere, Min Price, Strom had a good game the other day, Barkley, Goudreau, they're super cheap. Lafreniere, Strom is 7,300 for the two of them, getting almost no ownership. I don't mind that two man. Um, and then on the, the Vegas side, like if you want to go to Vegas one, you can, you know, five and a half percent, like Marshall's price getting way up there at seven K. Like I like way rather play Nikita Kucherov at six K than Marshall at seven K. Uh, so if you want to go to Vegas one, I think that's fine. But like, I don't really want to stack against Igor. Um, but if you want to go, you know, Stevenson Dadenoff as a two-man getting that Strom Lafreniere Barkley good draw matchup. I think that is fine as well. There, there's almost no ownership there. So I, I, there actually is a fair bit that I like in this game from an MME standpoint. Not sure I'll get to anything one to three, though. Yeah, I am not super high on the Rangers here on the road. Um, Vegas one does have very good – or not very good – does have good leverage in our top two stacks. So I agree with you, Marshall Smith and Carlson. I noticed in their last game, they used Stevenson a fair bit against the top line. I mean, not exclusively, um, but they did use him a fair bit against the top line. So uh, maybe Marshall so Smith and Carlson can get some depth matchups here from the Rangers. So I do like that Vegas line on the Rangers side. Um, I just don't think I'm going to be stacking here. The only line I would really want to go to, as you mentioned, is the top line. The second line hasn't really been good. Um, small sample, but 45% shot share, 44% of the scoring chances. So it's Rangers one or bust for me. And then the Marshall line uh, from the Vegas side. But I like that Vegas side a whole lot more. I don't, uh, on the blue line, sorry, 
I don't think there's a lot that I really want to get to from the Rangers side. Uh, Fox priced way down at 6K, I think is fine. True with 5,200, he's just not shooting as much as he was recently. So I guess he's okay. Anybody else stick out to you? Um, you want to play Petrangelo at 6,600? I guess that's fine. It's a little pricey, but I think he is the best one off in this game. Um, you want to punt Braden McNabb, I guess, but really it's Petrangelo or Fox and Rangers one stacks. All right. We have we only have a few minutes left, so let's bust through the uh, the rest of these games. Just want to mention uh, we have the Jock Market NFL uh, Week 18 show with Aton and Eric coming up uh, 30 minutes after we're off, and then your NBA double dose starting at 5:30 Eastern with Lafayette and Adam. Uh, that is uh, your deeper dive, and then you're live before lock. So NBA starting at 5:30 Eastern. If you guys could, please, uh, before we do get out of here, throw us a thumbs up and uh, throw us a subscribe if you haven't already. Really helps us out a lot. All right, two more games. Detroit, 2.5 implied goal total. They're going into Anaheim. The Ducks have a 3.0 implied goal total. There was some hope that Trevor Zegers might be back for tonight, but he's not going to be in. Um, I assume Anaheim runs more or less the same lineup that they ran out last game. Now, Troy Terry absolutely went ham in that one, but this really brings Detroit one into play for me. I the Detroit top line has seen their shot share fall of late. Like they're about break even over their last four or five weeks. Uh, but against the Anaheim depth, I think there's a lot that can be had here. Um, they have good leverage by our top two stacks. Um, I really like, I do like that Detroit top line here tonight. What do you like out of this team, Josh? Yeah. Did you mention that Gibson just went into COVID protocols too? No, I missed that, but yeah, yeah thank you for mentioning. Gip, Gibson's in protocol, so it's going to be Stellaris. Another reason to like Detroit one. Coming in at 3%, getting depth of the Ducks. Like, yeah, the Detroit top line hasn't been great recently, but they're still fully correlated. They're cheap um, for them. It's a good matchup. So, yeah, I do really like Detroit one. On the Ducks side, not super thrilled about anything on the Ducks. If you want to play Maxime Comtois with Terry, I think that's fine. And I guess, like, if I was jamming in Colorado 1, Vinny Glateri, Sam Steele, Sonny Milano fully correlated on the power play, 9,700 the full stack coming in under 1%. I'd probably consider them with Colorado 1. Uh, I don't think I'll be playing them. Maybe I'll, you know, have a one-off Sonny Milano, but I'd, I'd rather just play Comtois and, and, and Detroit 1 before I got down to that steel line. Yep. All right. I like that. Uh, there's nobody that really sticks out on the blue line for me on either side in this game. Anybody for you? Really? Uh, I mean, I like playing Josh Manson at min price. Um, I don't mind him as a punt. Um, Hampus Lindholm, I wish he was a little bit cheaper. 4,700 out of my range for me. So, you know, probably on the, on the wing side, Philip Ronick, if I'm in that range is fine, but his perifs have been down a little bit recently. Yeah, I just I just don't think there's anybody in that game. I guess maybe if I was correlating Cedar with my Detroit one. Um, let's get to the main event. Last game of the slate. Nashville, 3.0 implied goal total going into Los Angeles. The Kings have a two and a half implied goal total. But do not let that total fool you because one of the best players of all time is now on the top line for the Los Angeles Kings. No, we're, we're kidding, but we're not. Uh, Marty Furk has jumped to the top line. Uh, for the Los Angeles Kings, he's going to be playing with Anze Kopitar and Adrian Kempe, all three of them on the same power play unit together, coming in at about 15K. Um, I told you before the show that Los Angeles' top line numbers have really turned around over the last month or so. It is a tough matchup going into that Nashville top line. So what do you think here? Yeah, and uh, Marty Furk, if you don't really know, he's like a – he rips up the minor leagues and he gets to the professional level and just can't do anything. I mean, um, he's he's, a, he's over a point per game with over three shots per game in the AHL so far this year. It's, he's he's one of those quad A guys. Yeah, he just needs a shot, like on Rangers too. Hey, Chris Jury, pick up the phone. Anyway, I do really like LA one tonight. It is a tough matchup going into Grand Duchesne Forsberg, but the Kopitar numbers have been very good. Um, so at one two percent, like I, I do really like that top line. Um, you want to go to that second line, go to Deneau and Arvidsson. I think that's fine. Like Johansson, Tolvin, and uh, Luke Cunningham have been a decent line uh, defensively, but anywhere Deneau goes, greatness follows, and Victor Arvidsson's the man. So if you want to get to some LA2, I think that's fine as well. Um, but for me, it's LA1. Um, 
I always like Nashville one. I just, I'm not super thrilled about the matchup. You want to get to them in MME, that's fine. One to three, I'm probably going to be out on them. Um, so for me, this is LA one, LA two, maybe a little bit of Nashville one. All right. Um, Nashville one, I do like. Los Angeles two is probably where I'm going to focus, like maybe some one-off Arvidsson or something like that. I want to get in a depth matchup from Nashville, but I do, I agree with you. I do think both top lines definitely in play for me here in this game. All right, we got to wrap this up. We ran a little bit over. Mike's getting tired of us. Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies. My hat trick pick for tonight is one Tage Thompson and my goalies. I imagine you're up, you're on Hellebuck and uh, Igor. Um, I'm going to add uh, Junas Corpusalo and Braden Holby. Who you got? I'm on Igor. I like UC Soros as well. Don't mind Ned if he starts at 7K as well. Lots of cheap goalies to like. Um, and my hat trick pick is going to be Jonathan Dolan. Spicy. I like it. Jonathan Dolan, <laughs> Tage Thompson are your hat trick picks. Two guys from the same game on an 11 game slate. <laughs> I love this show. Uh, all right. We're getting out of here for Philly, for Philly fan Mike, for Josh Harris. I'm Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody. And we'll see you back on Saturday morning. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Saver. Whether you're saving for that trip to the tropics or saving for an emergency, now is the time to take advantage of Wells Fargo's savings options. Wells Fargo offers savings accounts that can help you save towards your goals. So, what are you saving for? Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash save to open a savings account today. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC. 